Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have another brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. Today's podcast is entitled The Work of the Ministry, Part 3. Our sufficiency is of Elohim, who also made us able ministers of a renewed covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. 2 Corinthians 3, 5 through 6. The podcast objectives are reveal the importance of being able to bind and loosen in accordance with the Father's will, analyze the importance of ministers being able and ready to protect their flocks, and analyze the importance of being fed by truth. Now, our first section is entitled, Bound with No One to Loosen. We concluded Monday's podcast proving that those who do not have complete faith in Elohim are the least qualified to be his ministers. I proved this using the model of the pinnacle of holiness handed down to us by Peter, the first bishop of the invisible body of Yahushua Messiah. Matthew 16, 18 through 19 reads, and I also say to you, that you are Kepha, i.e. Peter, and on this rock I shall build my assembly, and the gates of Sheol shall not overcome it. And I shall give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be having them bound in the heavens, and whatever you loosen on earth shall be having been loosened in the heavens. Here, Yahushua Messiah validates Peter as the leading bishop of his assembly, for he gives Peter the keys to the kingdom. This was a truly unprecedented assignment. Likewise, it speaks to why the model of the pinnacle of holiness is so powerful and effective. It's because it was given to us by a man who operated at the highest levels of dominion, authority, and power. Here's a question. As we, the chosen elect, have been called to have dominion in the earth, is there a better candidate to fall than the man who was given the keys to the kingdom of heaven? 
The answer, no, there isn't. And this is the primary reason why the Father has led me to use the model of the pinnacle of holiness as the roadmap to lead the men and women of our ministry into everlasting life. Remember, the singular purpose of the ministry is to unify those who have been called in the belief and the knowledge of Yahushua Messiah, the son of Elohim, the perfect man, and the standard by which we are chosen to inherit everlasting life. Here lies the inflection, and perhaps one of the greatest inflections with regards to the word of truth. Thus, naturally, I will offer it as an interest point. I implore you to never forget it. It is impossible for any ministry to fulfill its calling if its members, specifically those in leadership positions, are not operating at the highest levels of dominion, authority, and power. We know this because the kingdom of darkness is doing everything it can to stop the work of the ministry all over this world. And the only way we are going to defeat this formidable enemy is if we have the dominion, the authority, and the power to bind and to loosen. But alas, the masses have forfeited the keys, and they are the ones who are bound with no one to loosen. Now, our next section is entitled, Who Will Protect the Flock? In my humble opinion, this is one of the saddest, most depressing aspects of the church circuit. That is, the masses are being shepherded by men and women who possess no reckonable levels of power, who are more or less sleeping on the job. True, many within these sordid flocks have no intentions of living a life worthy of eternity. However, there are some who are sincere and they are looking for the truth. They are looking for something real. I know, because that's where I was at years ago. I'm sure my story is similar to most. You join yourself to a ministry, and the moment you need the ministry to step up and fulfill its purpose to exercise dominion, authority, and power in your life, they are nowhere to be found. And it's not always because they don't want to help you. What it comes down to is they can't help you because they don't have the power to help you. This brings us to our next interest point on this topic. If you have been called to the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life, and you are faithfully traveling this way, at some point, you're going to meet the kingdom of darkness 
and you're going to have to deal with them. Here lies the inflection. That is, the ministry is not designed for the flock to deal with agents of darkness on their own. On the contrary, those in leadership positions and ministerial offices should have the ability to bind and loosen and to tear down every work of the enemy in your life. This is why the word of truth uses the example of shepherds when it refers to ministers. The same way a good shepherd will protect the flock, ministers are the first line of defense an assembly has against the kingdom of darkness. And if the ministers of an assembly fail this calling, the question of the hour is, who will protect the flock? Our enemies are ravening wolves set to kill, steal, and destroy, and they have the power to do so. Thus, I ask again, who will protect the flock? Now, our next section is entitled, Being Fed with Truth. In my life, I found no one. And this is why I left every assembly I was ever in, regardless of the denomination or doctrine. It is for the following reason that I will offer as an interest point. Consider it faithfully. Satan doesn't care what you call yourself. All he cares about is if you have the dominion, the authority, or power required to neutralize any of his works. On the one hand, if you do have the dominion, authority, or power, he will try to figure out a way to compromise you. The same manner Joab deceived Abner into leaving the city of refuge. But until that moment, he can do nothing with you. On the other hand, if you don't have the dominion, authority, or power, it doesn't matter what you call yourself or how many good works you think you're doing. The enemy is going to wreak havoc in your life and he will make a mockery of your ministry. My dear friends, you must believe me. I've seen this movie too many times in my life. And unfortunately, I'm witnessing it even now in the lives of men and women who are in ministries that are spiritually compromised and led by men without spiritual vision, let alone sight. This is precisely why the Father did not lead me to launch my ministry 10 years ago when I understood I was called. If I did, I would be just like all the failed ministries I left because I didn't have the dominion, authority, or power to protect the flock he had chosen to join our ministry 10 years into the future. Trust me. I was not going to let that happen. For one of the worst scenarios in life, 
is to become that which you hate. Therefore, I endured various seasons of preparation until I was spiritually qualified to minister on behalf of the kingdom of heaven. Now, here we are, preaching the word of truth with dominion, authority, and power you will not find in the church circuit, for it was prophesied that the truth would fall into the streets. Alas, this is why the church is in bondage, for only the truth can set us free. And so we have designed Pinnacle of Holiness Ministries as a truth factory where men and women are being fed with the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. My dear friends, you must believe me. You cannot defeat the work of darkness in your life if you are not walking in truth. And seeing as this is essential to the work of the ministry, our mission is to feed you with truth so that you can, with our help, defeat every agent of darkness who wars against your soul. Remember, if you walk this path, you will meet the enemy early and often, and you will have to defeat him if you want to finish this quest. And if you have the right ministry working on your behalf, you most certainly will. Now, here is the final word. Ministry is serious work with spiritual life or death implications. That is your life and your death. Therefore, if you are an honest believer who truly desires to live for Elohim and inherit everlasting life, I call upon you to hold your leaders and your ministers accountable to the charge they have been given. Otherwise, you are conceding the fact that your shepherds are indeed false ministers, and you, because you are willfully following them, are indicting yourself as a false believer. Take my advice. Don't be a false believer. There's no future in it. All you'll have is pain and suffering now and pain and suffering for all eternity. Now, here is the assignment for today. As you have time, please go back and review all the podcasts I have posted thus far to aid you as you prepare for the quest ahead. Here again, I would like for you to invest some time reviewing all the podcasts on perfection. These are posted between January 17 and January 28, 2022. As always, please reach out to me directly if you have any questions. Now, here is what's next. We can complete today's podcast the work of the ministry part three 
And our next podcast is The Work of the Ministry, Part 4. I will post it on Friday as I am led by the Spirit, and I trust you are led by the Spirit too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.